0: what's up everybody and welcome to episode two of the ride it out podcast as always i'm clayton and i got my trusty sidekick jackson over here providing flank security while i ramble on about probably absolutely nothing with all of the crazy stuff going on uh, the past couple days i hope this podcast finds everybody well sane and healthy I've got plenty of topics to talk about and trying to find one to talk about right now is it's kind of hard. Like I want to definitely, I want to touch on what's going on, but I'm not trying to use the write it out podcast as some political agenda or some virtue signal to show where I stand because ultimately this podcast isn't about me. It's about veterans and making veterans' lives better through the sport of mountain biking. Alright, so all I'm really gonna say about the George Floyd protests and the looting and the riots is I get the the protests one hundred percent. What happened is unexcusable. I mean that's that I I was in shock when I saw it and I'm speechless still about it, but the rioting and the looting that that just mutes the point of the the protest. The protests are great, but when someone's out there causing destruction and taking away someone else's prosperity, you're not helping. And it's easy for people to sit back on social media in their in their comfy home and call for violence and call for looting and say that this is a revolution. But until you have had to rely on somebody of a different nationality in a life and death situation where everyone's lives depends on it, your life depends on it, the person to your left and your right's life depends on it, I don't really care what you have to say about diversity and I'm not one of those thank me for my service type of veterans, but that's just a path you haven't walked. And until you've walked that path, anything you have to say to me is mute. And I hate to bring my personal thoughts in on this, but that's where I stand. And there's, you know, there's nothing more diverse out there than an infantry company, whether it's army or Marines. You go look at any infantry company out there and you're going to have someone from every economic uh, background, every nationality, there's, you're going to have the color wheel of skin colors, but you all have one goal in mind and that's working as a team and bringing, you know, hostility to an enemy. There's, there's nothing that puts someone more close than that. You learn how to see past the shape of someone's eyes or the color of their skin pretty fucking quick. Alright, so I may have lost some of you on that, but I, I, I feel that, that the veteran community kind of as a whole would share my my opinions with that. Um, there There's an essay about, uh, what was his name, uh, Dave Grossman, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. you go to killology.com he's got an essay called of sheep sheep dogs and wolves and it just it breaks the world down into three people the sheep which are just your your normal uh nine to five human being just going about doing what a good person a good citizen of the united states does um then there's the the wolf which is out there that wants to do harm to the sheep, but then there's the sheepdog, you know, those that are called to service, those that are are called to protect the sheep, that feel a duty to protect the flock. And I I, I hate to be all metaphorical and analogous, but there's, there's definitely that going on right now. There's the sheep, the wolves, and the sheepdogs. And I, I would say that, you know, as veterans, we all signed up and we all get, you know gave sacrifice. We all served regardless of your job, your basic job in the military is a rifleman. Your, your basic job in the military is, you know, speed violence and aggressive action towards an enemy. And that is the core of the sheepdog mentality. You know, you're, you're trained to do violence, but you would rather not right. Like Yeah, unless you're a sociopath, you'd rather not have to go out there and bring hate and discontent. But when called to to do it, you do it. You you put the armor on and you grab your weapon and you go do it. And uh, sadly, I think this is going to play out in that sheep, sheepdog and wolf scenario. So bottom line peaceful protests, marching, and you know, joining hands, and just bringing to light the disparity and the injustice within, inherent within our system, I, I am 100% for that. and It's your constitutional right to put a brick in your hand and wave it around, but the moment that that brick leaves your hand and you infringe on somebody else's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness that's where you've broken the law and you need to be held accountable. All right. That's my rant. Now let's dive into something more mountain bike related. Uh, there, so, so definitely getting out there on your bike and riding is therapy. Um, but mountain bike trails don't build themselves, right? Uh, a lot of backbreaking work went into making every mountain bike trail that we ride. So I, I, I would, you know, put up a call to action for my fellow veteran riders to seek out your local mountain bike nonprofit, your local chapter and find out when they're doing dig days and get out there and move some dirt around. Uh, that's therapy too. That's, that's some hard work and with hard work, you know, comes reward. Uh, one thing I, I, I liked, you know, I always think back to when I was living up in Washington and I broke my back. I broke four vertebrae in my back. I was off my bike for a while, but I was just itching to do something. And, uh, I reached out to evergreen mountain bike Alliance, saw that they had some trail building stuff going on in Tacoma close to where I lived. And I went out, you know, I was, I was broke. I couldn't lift anything, I couldn't, you know, swing a pickaxe. I couldn't swing a rogue hoe. I couldn't even rake, but I went there and I planted ferns (laughs) as lame as it sounds. I re like they, they dug up ferns for me and I just replanted them on the backside of all of the berms as kind of like soil retention. You know, the roots of the fern dig into the, the, the dirt and it helps hold the soil in place. I could even turn the clock back a little bit more to when I first got into mountain biking. And I had I had a bike. I knew I lived in Washington. I knew the trails are great. I just didn't know where to go. And I looked up a local mountain bike chapter down in Olympia and just came out for a build day one day. And started hauling buckets of dirt up this trail and kind of earned a little bit of legitimacy as a, as a hard worker. And people started asking me questions about trail building and... I didn't know Jack shit. I just knew that I wanted to be out in nature and moving dirt around and riding bikes. So yeah, there's there's plenty of benefit in just being in nature and killing up some dirt and just smelling that nice loamy dirt and getting down to that mineral soil and just building something. You know, I, I like just seeing the flag line before you get a trail started then just being able to look back at your progress and being like, man, you know, just not long ago, this is just a, you know, just a bunch of trees. And now we've got a little something fun running through these trees. So, hey, all you vets out there listening, this is your, uh, your call, you know, hook up with your local trail building organization, get out there and, uh, put, put a shovel in dirt and, and, and if you can't get out there, donate to these organizations, you know, give them a uh, $20 a month or membership or a, a annual membership. And because that money goes directly in to doing maintenance on, on our, uh, our trails we love. So that's all I got to say about that. Ideally, I'd like to have someone in here that can speak more intelligently about trail building and trail design but this is the grassroots the diy part of the ride it out podcast and just don't have that uh expert level knowledge with me at the moment but we will revisit the trail building and trail advocacy subject in the future for sure and i hope to have someone that knows way more about you know progressive trail design uh building sustainable trails and just what to look for while out digging trails because I I know jack shit you know that's that's just the honest truth all right on to the next subject so I have to keep on pausing and re-recording uh what I say because Jackson feels a need to get in my face or go play with a toy Or chomp on some food and he's just he's just making a making a scene he's a good boy though so yeah let's talk about that you know let's just keep on flying with how the how my solo rants are going dogs you know there's a there's a deep connection between uh a human being and a dog that um you know you get a you get a a release of endorphins and soothing hormones when you pet a dog and the same thing with the dog. Like when, when you're petting a dog, uh, it's releasing the same hormones and chemicals in their body. So that's like, that's like a connection that spans, uh, evolutionary backgrounds, you know, thousands of years. And I was a completely different person before I got, Jackson, you know, he really made me accountable for who I am and, you know, just me as a person and gave me, uh, a a calmness way more than I currently have. And anybody that knows me knows I'm not a calm person. So just imagine me pre Jackson. I know there's lots of really good trail dogs out there. So if you've got one, uh, Get up on the ride it out rally point and post up a picture of your trail dog. Let's uh, keep you know let's get some uh, good trail dog stoke going. Old Jackson's not a service animal or anything like that. He's just my buddy. You know we're we're attached at the hip. I think the day that I went and saw him, it was meant to be. You know we were kind of soulmates. We were two ships just rolling in the night and just happened to bump into each other. Uh, I got him off a Craigslist back when I was stationed in Washington and I was getting ready to get stationed in Kentucky and I knew I wasn't going to have a good time being stationed in Kentucky. I just had this mental feeling, you know, that I I wasn't going to be where uh, I wanted to be. You know, I fell in love with Washington state and I basically got promoted out of a job. I picked up E7 and there, there was only one E7 medic position at my unit and that was currently filled so i had to move on to another i had to move on to fort campbell where there was an open e7 billet so i uh i find jackson i see a little post on facebook i see his weird shaped little body his big head and i was like man it looks like a cool little puppy so i sent the people a message and they replied right away and it turned out the guy was stationed on fort lewis and he was uh he was you know army dude stationed in fort lewis so i was like hey I want to come by and meet him and see how we we get along and they're like all right so i cruise over to their house they lived on base and i walk in the door and old jack comes around the corner and he just kind of looked at me but he didn't bark and he just came up and he sniffed me and i picked him up and cradled him like a baby and he licked my face and the 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 husband and wife that had him they're like yep you guys are soulmates. You're meant to be together. And the only reason they were getting rid of him is because their youngest kid was develop, developing an allergy to Jackson. And so he, he was, you know, I got him. He's 11 months old. He was a very well-tempered, well-treated dog. I, I just, I you know, hit the gold mine with him. And um, anyone who's met him knows that he's a very unique very personality driven dog and he he's my best friend and that's that's just there's no there's no way around it and you know, there's no other way to say it. he's my best friend and you know I I don't look forward to the day where his health starts to fade and I, I might have to put him down you know it's uh see <laughs> he's looking at me now like no bitch you ain't putting me down but oh uh, you know that's just that's a part of life is we all die. All, all living things come to an end. He's uh, six years old now. Still still gets out on trail with me. Still rips it. Uh, loves the ball. Like he, He's he's all about chasing that ball. And he definitely loves get out in the woods. All right, I'm going to have to pause it because he's tangling himself up in the mic cord. Cause... All right, back to our regularly scheduled program bottom line dogs are the best you know fuck a cat it's all about owning a dog and you can hate me for saying that but much like a man who wears white sunglasses you never trust a guy that owns a cat all right next mountain bike subject anybody out there got a little pre-ride ritual that they do you know whether it's uh making some coffee getting a good breakfast uh, you know Go on to rally point and share your pre ride rituals you know what what you do me, I like to of course, have my coffee. I've really cut back on the amount of coffee I drink, but i you know I get my coffee in the morning and pound some water and just get out on a ride. I like to do a little bit of yoga before I ride, you know get them hips loosened up, get that back loosened up, get these legs you know get those muscles in your legs firing and then get out on a bike. And, uh, anyone that's ridden with me knows I, I usually stop probably in the first couple miles and, you know, further my stretching and getting my back loosened up. Uh, I, I deal with a lot of nagging injuries that I probably shouldn't ride a bike, but I don't know any other way to stay sane. Injuries. That's a good topic. So Mount, getting injured is part of mountain biking. When you're pushing your limits, you are gonna, you know, have have an off and get hurt. My my best advice is let your body heal when you get injured. Don't try to uh, push it and get back on that bike too soon. I would say most of my nagging injuries I have, whether I got them from the military, um, doing stupid shit or on my bike stup- doing stupid shit is I didn't give my body the proper time to heal and got back on a bike too soon. And just things just kind of healed in a, in a, in a semi right state. So my personal pre-ride ritual is definitely involved some type of stretching and just getting the body ready to, uh, as I say, smash the mountain or, uh, do war upon the mountain. All right nerds. Well, we've almost reached the 20 minute mark of this and I don't really know much more to talk about off the cuff without having a script. So, future episodes I'll probably put a little bit of thought into them and script them out to have some talking points to uh, you know, flesh this out and have a little bit longer discussions and I'm definitely want to get some vets uh up here or i come meet you wherever you're at and we hook up the microphone to the ipad and whether it's just two of us or we get a group of us and we kind of do like a campfire discussion tell some war stories talk some shit and just uh you know share how we deal with stress in our own unique way whether it's with mountain biking or outside of mountain biking so i appreciate everybody that's listening and I appreciate everybody that helps uh, ride it out in any form whether you are a, a one-time donor or you you know uh, donate your time with helping vets or you, you're a, a, a sponsor of ride it out and uh, you know provide us with uh, special incentives and discount codes so heck why not uh, give a shout out to some of our sponsors right now I'm gonna look at my bike and try to think of them off the top of my head as I look at components on my bike and mountain bike clutter around my condo here. So first off, DVO suspension. I've just been chatting with Bryson, uh, the owner of DVO, uh, over uh Facebook Messenger, and I I can't say enough about the the support that DVO is given. I think it was uh Sedona Mountain Bike Festival two years ago. I had a a Norco range with a DVO Jade and a Diamond up front, and I went to Sedona right when I started to ride it out. I went to Sedona with the sole purpose of giving this big long sales pitch to Bryson and DVO, and I just was standing there outside the tent waiting patiently, and Bryson's like, hey, that's a nice setup. And I was like, thanks, do you got a minute? And I was maybe a third of the way into my spiel and Bryson's like, Hey, say no more. We get it. DVO gets it. We get your cause. You're part of the team. DVO's, uh, behind ride it out. One hundred percent. And from, like, from that moment, that was like the first like liftoff point that really just put a fire in me to continue going with ride it out and to not give up on it. So Bryson, Jeff, uh, Ronnie, Everybody else at DVO that I can't think of off the top of my head, uh, you guys mean the world to ride it out, and eternally grateful for your support. Uh, Wharfin bikes, I got on a Wharfin last year, and the owner of the company, uh, without hesitation, offered special pricing on frames to complete bikes to vets. And through that, we've got a couple of vets on we got a couple of vets on Wharfins, and they're loving them it's a great bike we're a very small company uh we only have one frame size and one wheel size at the moment but i'm uh, i'll tell you right now greatness is to come with this company um they're a relatively new supporter but marin bikes they i think we sold them out of rift zones and hawk hills because i just talked to chris at gearing up cycles and taos today and he's not able to order bikes. So I think our bike giveaway—I uh, think we sold sold the world out of Rift Zones and Hawk Hills. So there's a there's a big up to ride it out for for doing that. Um, retired NFL player Brian Erlacher, you were the 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 main drive behind our big bike giveaway. You and your friends that came up with the almost forty nine thousand dollar total in donation that got us the bikes, the helmets, and the Camelbacks for these riders. So, you, you meet and use with the greatest thing that's ever happened to Ride It Out, and I'm I'm thankful, and every vet that got a bike is thankful, and every vet that is supported by Ride It Out in any form, I know they're thankful because they know the impact that uh, being able to network with other veterans on bikes has. Alright, let's see. Rev Grips. Yep, definitely Rev Grips. Uh, Mark and Brandon at Rev Grips. You guys have you've been there since I saw you guys uh, a few years ago up at Big Bear. Um, I was kind of skeptical on the benefits of Rev Grips, but you guys uh, didn't lead me astray. You helped me out, and we found the right grip and the right dial, like the right uh, resistance and all that, and got me dialed in. And I've got a, a neck, arm, shoulder, and hand injury on my left side. And I wouldn't be able to ride as much as I do if it wasn't for Rev Grips. And They, uh, they support our vets too. So, yep, right there, Rev Grips. Infinite Nutrition. Met you guys at Sea Otter uh, last year. Obviously not this year. But uh, last year, and we've now gone through two Memorial Days of you focusing your Memorial Day fundraising efforts on Ride It Out. Last year netted Ride It Out $1,000 and waiting to see what it's going to net us this year. Hopefully it's the same or more because we've got some vets that need to, that, that need some jerseys and need some gloves and need some shorts and need some shoes. So that's where that, that money this year is going to go towards the Warfighters Mountain Bike giveaway vets to get them further equipped. Destroyer Equipment small company out of utah i kept on seeing your helmets on uh, my instagram feed and i finally reached out and you guys came through with some generous support and i've gotten a couple vets your helmets and knee pads and that's you know my downhill helmet uh, is a destroyer thrash can and i swear by your guys's knee pads and i recently got a pair of shorts and they are my Park Short f- for sure. Uh, tag Medals, same thing. I think I met you guys at Sedona. And you do a lot of work with DVO. So I got in with the DVO discount. And you've allowed me to give that DVO discount to uh, Ride It Out Riders. And I I know there's got to be 10, 15 riders out there with DVO, or sorry, Tag metal stem bars pedals dropper posts you guys make some great equi- equipment and you have helped me out no questions asked 100% so again grateful for that uh, we are one composites I reached out to we are one on a personal level you guys gave me a discount on a really good wheel set I just went through a catastrophic failure of a we are one composite carbon wheel and you guys replaced it no questions asked Boom, That's what it's all about. riders helping riders. Uh, stashers outdoor bags. You guys are across from me at uh, Sea Otter and we've got a pretty good thing going. I've got some stasher's bags to give away. So if you're listening to this and you want a stasher's bag this summer, gonna be giving those away through Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let's see. Tasco, Nate at Tasco. You've always, you know, um, uh, we have some mutual friends that, uh, that's how we got hooked up and I, we're going to use you as our, uh, to get our, our warfighter vets gloves and, and get them equipped with some socks and shorts and stuff like that. So, uh, Tasco's kind of new, new on board with write it out. I've been using their stuff for quite a while. I believe in it. So shout out to TASCO. What else? goop industries thomas at goop i keep on saying it you are like day one core supporter you've been there since the beginning if if you do long rides and you want to know you've got a way back to your truck if you get a flat get on that goop minesweepers and trucker co you can't say minesweepers without saying trucker co and you can't say trucker co without saying minesweepers uh brian and greg y'all are some champions uh I love both of you. We've got some good riding times and good hangout times and, uh, continued, continued support from you all is, is key and, you know, endless thanks. Let's see. Let me, uh, let me try to think of some other ones here. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I rambled on for that with that for about 10 minutes. So going to say, to any other supporters out there don't worry i'll give you your shout outs and further episodes but uh until next time ride it out podcast is signing off adios motherfuckers